thank you for the opportunity of being here to speak this morning. Uh, give Cody a day off, maybe. He's, uh, anyway, I do thank you for the opportunity to uh, do this, to give a testimony. Uh, if you would pray with me for a minute, please. Father, just ask that my thoughts, the meditation of my heart, everything be pleasing to you. Father, anything I say, I glorify your name here this morning. <coughs> I stayed quite a bit thinking about this. And, uh, Actually, it was on the county on short notice when Jim and I talked about this. And so I stayed up quite a bit thinking about it and uh, trying to do it. Anyway, I want to start off with some scripture. I'd like for you to turn to the book of Job, if you would, in your Bible. And let's read this together. This is Job 33. And uh, it's beginning in verse uh, 19. Or someone may be chastened on a bed of pain with constant distress in their bones so that their body finds food repulsive and their, low, their soul loathes as joyous as me. Their flesh wastes away to nothing. <coughs> Excuse me. And their bones, once hidden, stick out. They draw near to the pit and their life to the messengers of death. If there is an angel at their side, at this messenger, one out of a thousand, sent to tell. Tell them how to be upright. And he is gracious to that person and says to God, spare them from going down to the pit. I have found ransom for them. Let their flesh be received like a child. Let them be restored as in the days of their youth. Hmm. Let that person pray to God and find favor with him. They will see God's face and shout out, joy and he will restore them to full well-being and they will go to others and say I have sinned and I have perverted what is right but I did not get what I deserved God has delivered me from going down to the pit and I shall live to enjoy the light of life God does all these things to a person twice, even three times, to turn them back from the pit, and that the light of life may shine on them. Amen. Uh, I would, uh, as I go through this testimony, I'd like you to kind of follow that outline and kind of see where, where I was when, uh, oh yes, I know all of us have had problems and trouble. I'm just trying to relate to you that, uh, uh, what has happened I, when uh, 
when I started having problems breathing and so forth. Anyway, I ended up going to the hospital here and they thought I was having a heart attack and put me on a helicopter and sent me to Wichita Falls. And I actually was. When I got there, they said I'd had a heart attack. Well, I, I, they said I needed uh, a triple bypass. I know you've heard a lot about that. Some of you have had it, but anyway. Uh, so we waited to see what, uh, what the doctors wanted to do and had to say, and it was four days there. And uh, they did a heart cath on me, looked at my heart and said that uh, they did that, it's gonna kill me, <laughs> that uh, I wasn't strong enough to, to take a triple bypass. So they decided that they would uh, put in some stents, and the, the doctor that put my stents in originally, I had four stents put in in 16, and uh, he looked at it and he wouldn't do it. He said, uh, I don't think he can stand it, I think it'll kill him. So, uh, Dr. G, my heart doctor, said, well, okay, much. So they sent me to Plano. And I uh, got down there, and of course I had to wait. This uh, something else I really want to stress is uh, I had to wait a couple of days for a room at Baylor. And uh, so in the meantime, uh, the elders of this church came and prayed for me. And uh, what they don't know, I guess God had a hand on me from the time I left till I got back. And of course, I didn't realize it till a later time. But uh, anyway, they prayed. And, and when they left, I'd been waiting two days to uh, get to Plano. Uh, they left, and about 30 minutes after they left, the room became available in, in Plano. And it was in the you know, night, and they, I left there about 10 o'clock at night and got the plane whole way in the morning on an ambulance. But uh, anyway, I think that was the beginning of uh, when God was dealing with me. And uh, so anyway, from there on, got there. <laughs> oh my goodness, when I got to Baylor, they had the same problem, all kinds of things happened that uh, they just couldn't get anything done like it needed to be done. So uh, they decided they were going to do three stents that I had to have those to survive and they didn't know if I could do it or not. So uh, just before I went into that surgery why they uh, said that I was bleeding internally and they couldn't figure out what that was. So uh, here we go again. So we did a upper GI and a colostomy and all that kind of stuff and found a polyp and they supposedly fixed it and uh, I got out of there and they took me into surgery and put in the, the stents and I started bleeding. And uh, so they started giving, <laughs> giving me blood. And, uh, they couldn't stop it. So they went back in there again, second time and uh, tried to stop it and it didn't stop it. I kept bleeding. So anyway, they had to take me off all of the uh, blood thinners that I had because it wouldn't let anything heal. Anyway, it's just uh, one thing after another. Just, just 
about as fast. And when I got to, I came out of that surgery, I was so weak, uh, my heart wouldn't uh, function like it needed to. They've got so many tools in that place down there that you can't imagine. And so they decided I, I needed to, they called it a balloon on my heart. And so they went through my groin and put a balloon in there to massage my heart to keep it pumping because it wouldn't, wouldn't keep going. And uh, anyway, when I was in surgery, my, my heart stopped, but it came back while I was in there. Then uh, I got back out. I had all these complications. Every, every time we'd take a step forward, it'd be two steps back. And it was a tough deal, let me tell you. I just, uh, and there was days in there, and that's why I wanted to read to you from Joe. There were days there that I didn't eat, I didn't sleep. Uh, you know, it just, uh, it was a terrible situation. It was a hard thing. And I don't know that I've ever been through anything quite as tough as that was. And, you know, I thought I was pretty, pretty stout, pretty tough fellow, but uh, you can get beat down pretty quick on a deal like that. Yeah, while I was there, and, and uh, like uh, it says in Job, said food wasn't good, wasn't anything good. I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to do anything, and uh, except just hang on. Now I do want you to know that during all this time, that my wife was with me every minute, never left me. We had several discussions about what needed to be done, what needed to happen, and so forth. We were always in agreement, never, never had a problem. She stayed there and prayed over me, prayed with me. And uh, I just, you can't believe the answer to prayers. And that's what, that's what put me back here. That's why I'm here today is because of you folks and my family that prayed for me. It's just uh, unbelievable. But uh, anyway, so, I guess long about Father's Day, I think it was. No, it wasn't Mother's Day, I'll get this right. Uh, anyway, all my family came to see me. And uh, uh, LaDonna's family, excuse me. And uh, the word at that time wasn't very good. And I were telling everybody that I probably wasn't gonna make it, I was gonna die. And uh, so anyway, we got past all of that. And uh, it was on a Tuesday, I, I remember it very plain. And uh, I was trying to rest and get some sleep and couldn't. Anyway, uh, got up in the morning and I told uh, the Donna she was asleep on the couch and I said, "Hon, uh, I gotta tell you something. She said, what's that? And I said, I had a visitor last night. I had a, uh, you know, God stopped by. She said, did what? She said, were you dreaming? I said, no, wasn't dreaming. I said, he was, he was here. And so anyway, she said, all right, I accept that. Thank you, Jesus, I believe it. About uh, two hours later, she came back and she said, do you want to tell me what he said? <laughs> I said, no, he didn't say anything. I said, uh, when uh, you're in the presence of God, you don't, he doesn't have to say anything. You have no idea how, how powerful he really is. So, uh, 
anyway. <laughs> and I apologize for the emotion, but it's, it's here. It's real. And uh, so anyway, at that point in time, nobody thought I was going to make it out of there as far as the doctors were concerned. And uh, in the meantime, they were always talking to LaDonna about, uh, uh, you know, hospice and some other kind of care that they had. And I had a place they wanted to move me to from there. And then uh, if I didn't do too well, I could go right on to hospice from there. And uh, after, after the Lord stopped by, I told him, I said, I want to go home. And uh, they said, well, you, you can't, you're not, you know, strong enough. And I said, well, I'm going home. I'm going home Friday. And uh, so Friday came and uh, couldn't come home. And I said, why? And they said, well, we've got to get you off of the, all the IVs that you're on and get you on some kind of medication, <laughs> James. And uh, so anyway, I said, okay. I said, but... In the morning, you better have a wheelchair here on Saturday morning because I'm leaving. And they said, okay. So anyway, they made all the arrangements and did that. And they said, well, we're going to get you an ambulance and so forth. And I said, I don't want an ambulance. They said, well, you've got to have one, you know, just in case you might expire on the way or whatever. And I said, I'll tell you what, if you'll get that GMC by the front door, me and Madonna are going home, and uh, and that's exactly what happened. And uh, so uh, we we went to we went home, and uh, it's uh, really an unbelievable trip. Uh, I, I want to read. I, I want to make it clear to you. I want you to look at uh, Corinthians with me, Second Corinthians. I've got just a little more scripture I want to share with you because of this and tell you that how much your prayers really mean, what they do. That, uh, and this says, uh, uh, this is Second Corinthians, first chapter says, praise to God of all comfort. And it says, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all of our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble and with comfort we comfort ourselves receive from God for just as two I'm sorry just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ also our comfort abounds through Christ if we are distressed it is for your comfort and salvation if we are conformed conformed it is for your comfort which produces in you patient endurance and the same suffering we suffer. And our hope for you is firm because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about the troubles we experienced in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, far from our ability to endure, so that we despaired of life itself Indeed, we felt as if we had received a sentence of death. But this happens that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God, who raises the dead. He has delivered us from such a deadly peril, and He will deliver us again. 
on him we have set our hope and that he will continue to deliver us as you help us by your prayers. Then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favor granted us in answer to the prayers of many. I want to really reinstate that prayer is the answer. Prayer is the answer to healing anything you need from God. I want to go back to Job for just a minute and then uh, and this is going to be uh, anyway and you know the troubles that Job had and all the things that that happened to him and, and I've, I've read that so many times and, and wondered how God can replace things that that you lose in life. And over here, when I read that earlier, it says He does this to you two or three times so that you understand. Well, I think I've had those three times in my life and I can think of them really fast. So, uh, but whatever God does is fine. The thing about it is you never have to just continue to have faith. Don't give up. Uh, you know, God is willing to do uh, anything, miracles. And uh, really, it's a miracle that I'm standing here. I ought to be out in the cemetery pushing up daisies if you want to know the truth. So, so uh, but anyway, I want to read this to you. This is from uh, Job at, at the end of his suffering and stuff. But it's when God starts talking to him. And I just want you to know what, how powerful God is. It's just part of what he says, but it's a few words here. It, uh, he's talking to Job. He says, Who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? <coughs> Excuse me. Brace yourself like a man, and I'll question you, and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundations? Tell me if you understand who marked off its dimensions. Surely you know who stretched a measuring to line across it? Or what were there on it? What were its footings set? Or who laid its cornerstone? While the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy, who shut up the sea behind the doors when it burst forth from the womb? When I made the clouds as garnet and wrapped them in thick darkness, when I fixed the limits for it, when I set its doors and its bars in place, when I said, this is, this far you come and no farther. Here is where you, where your proud waves halt. I, you know, I could continue. This is very lengthy, but it says, uh, the last thing over here says, have you, uh, have you comprehended the vast expanses of the earth? Tell me if you know all this. I want you to know, God, we have uh, no idea how really powerful, how really awesome our God is. You, uh, I can't explain it to you. I don't think He intended for us to understand it. I think we're just human beings, and we uh, we do the best we can. Uh, the experience I had. Uh, you know, I've tried to 
live a decent life for years, but uh, the experience I had with God while I was going through this situation is just uh, something that's unbelievable. And uh, I want to share it with you. I didn't want it to be so emotional as, as I got with it, maybe. But I want you to know that uh, God is alive. He's well. And He will answer your prayers. And that's the, uh, that's the thing that I, I want to impress on you. I want to go back. I'm just going to read the, if I can, the end of Corinthians, where it says, excuse me. It says, on Him we've set our hope that He will continue to deliver us as you help us by your prayers. Then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favor granted us in answer to the prayers of many. I don't know how many of you prayed for me, but I think probably every one of you from the, the, the thoughts that I had when, when the Lord stopped by. And I hope that someday each one of you can experience that. But uh, maybe not in the way I had to experience it. But uh, experience, experience really how, how really awesome God is. Uh, I want to give an invitation for you to open up this altar if you'd like to have prayer. Uh, if you want, uh, James says that... Uh, if uh, you're sick and you need healing to call the elders, they'll pray for you and you'll be healed. If you want that, uh, I'll call the elders to come pray for you. Uh, I'll pray with you. Cody will be here. Uh, any of you ladies, if you don't feel comfortable praying with an ugly, hairy-legged man, uh, we've got some strong women in this church that will pray with you. So. <laughs> With the exception of one. And, uh, and uh, that lady doesn't have Ephesians in her Bible, I don't think. But anyway, anyway, uh, at this point, uh, I'm going to ask you to pray with me. And like I said, the, uh, the altar's open if, uh, if you want prayer. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you for this opportunity to share, to share you and your word and your love and your graciousness and your healing power. Father, if I could just explain how really awesome our God is so that everyone could understand it. I hope that somewhere I've touched someone that they do know just how, how precious it is and how awesome you are. Father, I thank you for all that you've done for me and my family and this church family. We just love you. Thank you for it. And I ask you this all in Jesus' name. Amen.